everyone, welcome to Exploited. I'm Alexis Jowski. I'm Kevin Daly. And this week we're talking about Anaconda from 1997, directed by Louis Yora. All right, everybody, double check your gear, make sure it's all on board, and pray you didn't forget your bug spray. They have come to the world's most isolated jungle to explore the unknown Amazon. You ready? think so and conduct scientific research to prove the existence of a long-lost tribe Shishama worship giant snakes anacondas as gods perfectors what is this anaconda skin it snakes up there this big this skin is three or four years old whatever shed it has grown since then snakes don't eat people oh they don't that's it man i'm getting the hell back to l.a Always good to be prepared. Now they are the ones being watched. Do you hear that? The ones being followed. Nobody move. The ones being hunted. There's something down there. That's right. No, I really mean it. I really mean it too. But not by anything human. If we help him, then he will help us get out of here alive. Get out of the face! You're gonna get us all killed! It's coming down! Anaconda, when you can't breathe, you can't scream. Did he ever do anything else? Because uh, not in English. Ah, well, he had a he had a good run with his one English film. Then. I mean, oh wait, he did the specialist. Oh, okay, okay, okay. With uh, Stallone and Sharon Stone. Good old Stallone. Yeah, but he did a bunch of American Peruvian films. Oh, he did Sniper. Okay. With Tom Berenger. All right, so he did. Last movie he did was 2005's Feast of the Goat, a Dominican-Spanish-British drama. Bummer. And it's the only thing he's done since Anaconda. Okay, so everything was before for this guy. Anaconda, though. Oh, man, this is a movie we've wanted to do forever. Fire on the Amazon, 800 leagues down the Amazon. Okay, this guy had a thing. Yeah, he likes the Amazon. But he's from... The Amazon, so that makes sense. Oh yeah, Tom Berenger and snipers doing sniper missions in the Amazon. <laughs> I guess he uh, is from the area, so anyway. Anyway, so Amazon, this Anaconda set in the Amazon. <laughs> set in the Amazon, it opens with a uh, a text crawl. Which I'm pretty sure it's bullshit. I wrote it down. Tales of monstrous man-eating anacondas have been recounted for centuries by tribespeople of the Amazon, some of whom are said to worship these giant snakes. Anacondas are among the most ferocious, ferocious and enormous creatures on Earth, growing in certain cases as long as 400 feet. Unique among snakes, they are not satisfied after eating a victim. They will regurgitate their prey in order to kill and eat again. Because that's how you want to start your movie, by giving people the mental image of snakes. That's vomiting. right. Well, I mean, we get the actual image of that later, so. 
Yeah, but it's just like, welcome to this movie about snake vomit right yeah, off the bat. Well, you know. And it's a pointless text crawl because everything in that text crawl, A, common knowledge, and B, is shown in the movie anyway. Right. We talk about the people worshipping the snakes. We talk, you know, about, oh, they're the biggest snakes, which they're not, but they're they're pretty big. They are pretty big. And, um, and yeah, we get to see him vomit a, a, a few times. And we go right from there to a guy that's on a little, like, he's a poacher, and he's attacked by snake and killed, I guess. You yeah, know? that was our boy Danny Trejo, I believe. Yes, it was With Danny no Trejo. no beard. I know, it looks really so weird. weird. But I do like seeing Danny Trejo get work, always and forever, so. You don't get to see his tattoos. No. No, not really. And I put, um... Such 90s music and vibe throughout this oh, yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, actually, it's a lot of Predator vibe here. Interestingly there is. enough. Um, including the score, who I'm pretty sure the composer is just straight aping Alan Silvestri's Predator score. But He's aping a lot of stuff. It's, it's true. Randy Edelman. Yep. Um, the original composer like the, the director wanted this other one not Sylvester but somebody else and they're like we didn't get you him we got you this Randy Edelman so he told Randy copy this other man completely how about the guy who did Troop Beverly Hills <laughs> and Ghostbusters too and Kindergarten Cop oh my god I'm just looking at this guy's his uh, discography as far as Dragon the Blue Lee story Beethoven's second Oh, yeah, Beethoven's second memorable soundtrack. And Beethoven. I'm trying to see if these... I mean, I've heard a lot of these movies. Gettysburg. He did Angels in the Outfield. But I'm looking through this, and I'm like, I don't think any of these movies... Dragonheart... Oh, actually, Dragonheart's score is pretty good. Twins. Yeah. He also wrote the theme song for MacGyver. Though. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's like so. He does do occasionally do some work that is um, recognizable. Oh, he did Triple X's soundtrack. Yeah, Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. I got to go through all this just because now I'm really amused. So he did a couple Backdraft Two. Was a Backdraft Two with the actual fuck? <laughs> there was a Backdraft Two thousand nineteen. See now, now we're. Yeah, okay. Now, uh, William Baldwin and Donald Sutherland are re- reprising their roles from the 91. <laughs> <laughs> We're going down a rabbit hole here. Yeah, I know, I know. We need to stop this, though. Now that I know there's a backtrack, too. <laughs> anyway, Anaconda, uh, before we get more into it, was the first movie I saw in theaters intentionally because it was shit. Oh, cool. Because usually when you go to see a movie in the theater, you're you're hoping for right. the best. Um, no, this is one where a friend of mine at school was like, oh, this movie Anaconda sucks so hard. You have to go see it. You need to see this movie. It's so bad. And I'm like, okay, let's go see Anaconda. My Anaconda story is uh, amusing to me. This movie always holds a special place in my heart because uh, it was a friend's birthday. Uh, we rented the tape. I'm a, I'm slightly younger than you. So I did not see this in the theaters. But we rented the tape. And uh, we watched the movie, whatever. I laughed at how bad it was. 
But the the more important thing was it was a setup for us to go toilet papering houses later, and uh, we got caught. And <laughs> but I'd already told my parents we were planning to do this, so my dad just came and picked me up. He's like, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> <laughs> That's my anaconda story. Since the movie begins proper after our Danny Trejo prologue, and he shoots himself in Which the head. Which is probably a good idea, considering what these anacondas do to people in this movie. They eat yes, them. I'd rather be. I'd rather just get get it over with rather than being eaten alive by an anaconda. You have Jennifer Lopez has uh, Terry Flores, who directs documentaries. Oh yeah, these characters had names apparently. Yes, they did. I had to write them I down. Just, I just <laughs> referred to them as actor, or occasionally with Eric Stoltz as Rocky Dennis. <laughs> but yeah, she's making a documentary, and then we have uh, Eric Stoltz, Rocky Dennis. Yep. Adventurer of the Amazon comes in like in this. He so wants to be in Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah he does. It's like maybe this He's will get me into Indiana Jones Four. Luckily for him, he did not end up in Indiana Jones Four because if he had a career, it would have definitely killed it. It would have. Who would have died there? But he um. He's pretended to be all buff and like, oh, I was talking to guides and tribes people for our Amazon adventure. And and she's like, oh, are you OK? I was attacked by piranhas today. Big, uh, big cannibal holocaust vibes from, from this, this scene. Oh, a yeah. Of, a lot of big cannibal holocaust energy here. They're going to go meet a, a tribe on the river to study a kind of tribe that's never seen yep. people mm-hmm. other than. Eating them. Apparently, we actually we don't know because we see the tribe one time. Uh, but called the the Shishami yeah, or something. Some bullshit name that they made up for this movie. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, Shishama. Shirishama. Okay. Yep, and they're gonna go study them, and so we get to meet the rest of the crew. We have the the Warren Westridge is the man that's going to be narrating it, played by Jonathan Hyde, our, our posh Englishman. Yes, who's bringing all of his cases of wine onto their yes. boat. And he yells at oh, the, uh, the camera. No, now I know, right? Recognize him, he's in the mummy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then he yells at Ice Cube. It was literally just Ice Cube. I love that his yeah, credit is Ice Cube. Like, that's his, his name credit in the movie. His character's name is Danny, but it's Ice Cube. In fact, his very first line, he's looking out across the water and goes, Today's he a good day. He literally references his own song. <laughs> yeah. Which is glorious. Chef's kiss. And we meet uh, this production assistant and the sound guy. The production assistant, Carrie Werher, is Denise, is the yeah. girl. And Owen Wilson is Gary. Yeah, I Harry. completely forgotten Owen Wilson was in this movie. So did I. They all set out on their boat to go Hearts of Darkness here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Gonna go find Marlon Brando. Yeah. And there's this Let's Go Adventure music playing in the background. Right. And we get, you know, our British narrator, like, deep in the heart of the Amazon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> eaten by snakes or eaten by cannibals, one way or the other. Yep. To where Owen Wilson turns to the... To Denise and goes, is it just me or does the jungle make you really horny? <laughs> yeah. It was like, whoa! I forgot Owen Wilson was in this and sucked. <laughs> I'm sure it had nothing to do with the fact that the production manager was super hot, Owen. Not at all. 
Yeah. And she's walking by in these shorts, so she's showing off her legs. Yeah, she wears, like, skimpy outfits, like, the entire movie. Like, that's just her thing. Yeah, and apparently... And apparently they are dating. Yeah, 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 they're a couple. I mean, I don't think their their scenes together are like, we just no, met at summer not... camp and are going to make out before the killer gets us. It's definitely implied that they're in a relationship. <laughs> and same thing with... Uh, Eric Stoltz and J-Lo's characters, that they, they are in a relationship. And in fact, Ice Cube goes to give her crap about it. Like, oh, it's, it's your guy. Unfortunately, Ice Cube and the uh, Englishmen are not in a relationship as far as we can tell. They are not. But I'm, sh- I'm shipping that. Caught. My headcanon. <laughs> That's a horrible headcanon. Just, just saying. <laughs> but they hit a random sudden thunderstorm. Because rain. Always. These movies. Yes. And they hear somebody going, Help me! I'm stranded! Help me! Turns out, John Boyd doing an awful Paraguayan accent. Yes. Well, he's for Uruguay. Oh, is it Uruguay? Okay. I wrote Paraguay. I don't know why I wrote Paraguay. Either way. Do you know why I wrote Paraguay, probably? Because I couldn't understand his awful accent when he said Uruguay. Yeah, his accent is terrible. And he's... Paul Saron, I left the church to hunt snake. So bad. And he's just chewing scenery constantly. Oh, he This is, is Jeremy he Irons is. in Dungeons and Dragons level of scenery chewing. It's glorious. I joked that they had to shoot this on location because Voight kept eating the scenery. Yeah, that's right. Had to be scenery that could grow back. And they saved him. He's like, thank the Lord for you. It's so bad. And so he catches them dinner or breakfast by spearfishing. Incidentally, is there any way he could have gotten away with doing that accent today if they made this movie today? Oh, no. And especially John Voight. With all of his political stuff, people would have just flipped the fuck out. Crucified him. Although, you know, they did offer this role to uh, Sean Connery. Oh, well, I mean, he played a Spanish guy in Highlander. And John Renault. <laughs> at least John Renault would be closer, because at least he is a guy who speaks a romance language natively. Yeah. Uh, Sean Connery would have been awful, but John Voight is not better. John Voight's terrible. At least, at least we like Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he catches them fish, river style. Oh, incidentally, I, I would like to take it back, because uh, they're... they're Boat driver, it looks like a South American Shawn Michaels. Just throwing it out there for you wrestling fans. He's even got the like cross earring and shit. Like it looks like '90s Shawn Michaels, except South American, and it really made me laugh. And it was '97. This was like the height of you know Degeneration X and all that shit. So again, for wrestling fans out there, that's what the dude looks like. Yeah, his name is Mateo. Mateo, yeah. I don't know. They're, I, let's see. Let's see. What's his? I should know his actor's name. Vincent Castellanos. Yeah. He was Spider Monkey and hey, Crow City of Angels. Okay. He, <laughs> he was in Mulholland Drive. Oh. But anyway, so we find out that Sarone here, John Void, catches snakes. That's his job. Yeah. He left the church to go out and hunt snakes. He's a poacher. <laughs> Oh no, poaching is illegal. That's what he said, but he is in fact a poacher. And it gets to be nighttime. There's some Bob Marley song playing. Yep, crunchy groove, uh, crunchy grooves on the uh, on the boat. Cubes blazing it. 
Yeah, and um, Eric Stoltz and Jennifer Lopez have the worst, worst flirting. Oh, yeah. Talking about the fireflies. Feminine flashes? What the actual fuck, yes, Rocky Dennis? Yeah, the girl fireflies, they, they have these dainty feminine flashes, and the males are big, strong, masculine flashes. And J-Lo goes, you know, I like it. Straight to the point. None of this, like, awkward misunderstandings. I'm like, you could just say, hey, want to fuck? That works too, right? Like, you don't have to be all coy yeah. about it. And meanwhile, we watch a snake kill a jaguar. Right. Uh, pretty good practical effects with the snake, except, you know, well, we'll see the... The kills are bad CGI, but the snake, when the snake is just doing snake things, isn't too bad. Yeah, it's an animatronic snake when it's just snaking around. Also, eyeball for fun. Yeah. And then it's the next day, and Ice Cube's playing an Ice Cube song. I was going to say Cube's listening to his own music. And the British guy's like, turn off this bloody racket, as he's playing golf on the boat. (laughs) Doing posh British guy things. And, um, yeah, that's where I have my note about this is Heart of Darkness. It is kind of Heart of Darkness. And so they're trying to get, you know, to the next town to drop off John Foyt because wouldn't you want yeah, to get rid of him? Yeah, get rid of him as fast as possible. And he's like, it's just around the river bend. <laughs> All right, Pocahontas. Yeah. And they'd see a bunch of snake totems and John Voight starts giving this long, like, snake legend. Yeah. Like, oh, there's a wall of snake, and you get to the wall, and, and, and the snake man. And, warrior snakes. <laughs> yeah, and the warrior snake come out, and and Eric Stoltz is like, yeah, that's the legend of the Mako. You haven't really met these Shirashama people, have you? And so Rocky and Dennis and John Boyd get into a dick-waving contest. Figuratively, yep. but, you know. And so let's see what's here. Oh, my notes make no sense. <laughs> Owen Wilson and... Uh, his lady go off into the jungle, start listening to the jungle sounds, and want to fuck. Oh, that's after the uh, the mosquito, though. Is it? Oh, wait, no, no, before. it's before. I have Owen Wilson and the production manager. Yeah. And they're attacked yeah. by a yes. boar. Again, big predator energy here. Because that is, in fact, the same yeah. predator. Where he's camping out, and... Uh, He's in the, the bush, and he thinks it's a predator, and he's like, stabs it. It's like, you killed a pig. Oh, you know what? After watching Prey, I want to watch Predator it, again. I mean, you can't go wrong with the, the original, for sure. No. It's good. <laughs> um, But yeah, and John Voight is just creepily leering at J-Lo in every scene. Yeah, because I'm not convinced it's not just John Voight actually creepily leering at J-Lo. Yeah, yeah, that's just him actually doing that. That wasn't in the character. I, there was a time where I think John Voight was an actor, and then he just started being creepy John Voight and just played that character in every movie. You know, I think it's around this time, yeah. because this was after uh, Varsity Blues. No, it was before Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues was 99, right? Oh, yeah, no, no, this is before Varsity This is the same Blues, year yeah. that... Um, was this the same year that... Oh, man, now I don't even know. Well, he'd done Mission Impossible before right. this. Yeah, he did Varsity uh, he, Blues. Well, right before Varsity Blues, he did Baby Geniuses. 
We got uh, some Laura Croft Tomb Raider coming up. Yeah, this is about that time. Let's see. He was in. Uh, I think after Heat, he was just like, "I'm going to play myself," starting with like Mission Impossible '96, and just kind of going from there. Apparently, he's in the entire Baby Geniuses franchise. That's something. And that it's a franchise. That is also something. Because I know, I knew there was Super Babies, Baby Geniuses too, but there's also. Baby Geniuses and the Mystery of the Crown Jewels. Baby Geniuses and the Treasure of Egypt. Oh Baby Geniuses and the Space Baby. Nope. Oh, but we're doing Baby Geniuses and the Space Baby sometime. Sag. That just sounds like something I, we should no, do. No, you're right. That does sound like something we should do. But anyway, back to this movie. Yeah. Eric Stoltz is, eats a wasp. Yeah, so... My favorite, I, I always have to, I can't, every time they talk about this, I can't stop. Something about, they bring up something about a, the Kandiru, and all I can think about is my, the voice from the Monarch and the Venture Brother. The dreaded Kandiru! <laughs> you ever seen that episode of Venture Brothers? No, I haven't. They're about to lower uh, uh, Hank and, shit, what's his brother's name? God, it's been too long since I've seen the show. But anyway, the two Venture Brothers into the water, and the Monarch's talking about the Kandiru. <laughs> It's the Amazon. It swims up your urethra. So, anyway, yes, he goes down and tries to cut the rope, and uh, there's a wasp. It gets in his throat, and uh, the scene is the one of the most uncomfortable scenes in any movie for me to watch, because it combines <coughs> my two least favorite things, which are wasps and throat cutting. Yes. Because he gets a tracheotomy from John Voight, which is the last person you want to give if you want. <laughs> yep, that is the last person you want to give you a tracheotomy. And Eric Stoltz is pretty much out for the rest of the movie. He is just coma on the I boat. I hope they didn't pay him too much for this movie, because he literally just sits there sleeping. Like, that's his role for, like, three quarters of the movie. I hope they paid him two million dollars more than they did John Voight, just to spite John I Voight. think they should, hopefully they paid... John Voight, nothing. And he was working for, like, Coke or something. <laughs> that man does not do Coke. Maybe he should. But anyway, so they he's out, and they come up to a, a dam, and they're giving John Voight shit. Like, I thought you knew the river. And he's like, oh, it wasn't here before. We blow up dam. Because apparently the only thing he has in his bag is just dynamite. And so they load up all this dynamite to explode the dam, and it's one of the best John Voight scenes when this dam explodes. Because all these baby snakes fly onto the boat. I have a note here that says the union of the snake is on the climb. So he must have said something about a union. And then all I could think about was the Duran Duran song. Ah. But he is just... Playing with all these snakes, picking up snakes, going, oh, baby snakes, babies, go back to your mama. So this is actually a prequel to Snakes on a Plane, as we find out, because there are snakes on a boat here. Yes. (laughs) And they were, at this point, attacked by snakes, like the Aquabats. I have two, why do I know so many damn songs about snakes? Because they're popular. so. But anyway, they they find an abandoned boat. And there's this long, boring sequence as they search the boat, and John Voight's just being a shady motherfucker. Yep. So I have in here, um, isn't there a snake in this movie? Uh, it's been a while in. since we saw a big snake. We just saw a bunch of little snakes, so there weren't back snakes. 
but it eats Mateo. Yes. Their their guide, and it's it's a big bad CGI snake that coils around him, and for some reason just uses his mouth to snap his neck, which constrictor snakes don't do that. That's why they're constrictor snakes. Right. They constrict the life out of something. They don't just go shut up and twist its neck. And then they swallow them. Though they do, uh, anacondas do have teeth, so they do, they, they do bite. They do some bite. Yes, but that's mostly just to latch on. Yeah, there's a scene when all the baby snakes are there that the, the British guy gets bit by a snake and he's like, ah, get it off my hand. But John Voigt comes back with an anaconda skin, this big old shred skin, and Ice Cube delivers the best line in the movie. It- Snakes out there. The snakes out there this big. <laughs> and so John Foyt's like, yeah, yeah, your guide is dead. Snake ate him. Snake ate him. There's no proof right. of this. And J Lo goes, ah, snakes don't eat people. We're gonna wait out all night. So they do. Uh, yeah, and he he perfectly he just describes that oh the snake it coil and it, it you digest in its gut and you die slow and he just goes on and on about it. Uh, so at this point, we realize John Voight is Captain Ahab. Oh, he's evil. Yeah, he is. He's like, he's all after this snake. He wants to catch this anaconda. J-Lo gets mad at him. And he goes, I didn't eat the Captain Mateo. He's not wrong. <laughs> no, he's not. And I'm like, maybe he did, though. Maybe he is the snake. And then he starts randomly talking to Owen Wilson, and he's like, It's dangerous here! Danger is exciting, yes, Gary? Danger! And basically he's just like, I get, let's make tons of money, and Owen Wilson's like, yeah, I like money. Yeah, and he's suddenly the, the John Voight stan. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, everybody, let's catch this snake! Sipping hard for John Voight here. He is so bad. And everyone's like, the fuck are you doing, Gary? He's like, John Voight's my homeboy. He he catches snakes. He's great. In, in his defense, they were not going anywhere. They just lost yeah. all their film stuff. Their captain's dead. It's like, well, have you able to salvage this? Let's catch an I mean, the motherfucker's going to do it anyway. So... And so, like, they're going along, and John Voight just shoots the monkey, a monkey right out of the I thought he was going to eat that monkey. No, he's like, it's bait for the snake. Yeah, that is right. And, um, this dead monkey prop, by the way, John Voight kept this. I'm not joking. He kept this. What? He demanded it, and he has it displayed in his home. Why? I don't know. Keep Angelina Jolie away. <laughs> it's a totem to keep his daughter away. Yeah. So they use the monkey as bait. Oh yeah, I have more notes here about him being the hugest John Voight stand. Just hashtag I stand with Saran. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they uh, they use the the monkey as bait. Basically, as you would fish, it's on a it's fish. It's literally rock. fishing. They're literally fishing for a snake. Yeah, and they catch it, and the snake is screaming. Yeah. Which I'm like, okay, snakes hiss, but do they really, like, scream like a banshee? Like this snake is? I think so. And the snake comes up to the boat, 
And John Foyt goes, Buenas noches, you are beautiful. <laughs> and I'm like, did you mean like Dios mio? Because <laughs> saying good evening, you, you are beautiful. He's just flirting with the snake. Yeah. Do you want to fuck this snake, John Foyt? <laughs> yes. Also, his character does. I think his character does. That's why he he's so adamant there is about getting the snake definitely alive. definitely some sexual tension between the snake and John Voight. And so the snake comes up to the boat again, and, you know, Westridge, the, the British guy's there, and the snake just vomits a monkey on the dude's yeah, face. Yeah, it does. It's hilarious. And he's just sitting there all upset as this fucking monkey corpse hits him. John Voight gets eaten, or uh, Owen Wilson gets eaten at some point in the scene. Yeah, he gets eaten in this scene. I think he tries to save his girlfriend, and then he gets eaten by the snake. And then she's sobbing, sobbing forever. And then we get a great scene of the snake swimming through the water with Owen Wilson's face in his stomach. I know. It's all like... So good. And so at this point, John Foyt's basically, I'm the captain now. Yeah, he's... Uh, he's taken over the he whole boat. He's the jungle cruise. <laughs> Skipper John Voight now. And so they have to, to mutiny against him, and Jennifer Lopez reaches the lowest point in her career where she has to seduce John Voight. <laughs> the lowest. The lower, lower than, uh, what was... Uh, it's turkey time, gobble, gobble. <laughs> turkey yeah. time, gobble. That was pretty bad, too. <laughs> Lower than Geely. She has to seduce John Boyd. And actually kiss him in this scene. It's kind of gross. And she's like, I need... Oh, the snake is big and dangerous. I need protection from a big, strong man like you. And he's like, oh, I have been a long time since I had woman. <laughs> Said many snakes. <laughs> yeah. And so the, many snakes, not many <laughs> women. Right. It's to mix it up a bit. <laughs> but it's all a ruse as they, they beat the shit out of John Voight and tie him up. It's their mutiny. Like, just fed his ass to the snake. <laughs> yeah, they tie him up. No, let's let's keep him alive. It's like, just throw him into the... I think, isn't it Cube who's like, just throw him into the water? I'm like, yeah, just throw him into the water. And Jayla's like, no, nah, we gotta keep him on this boat. It's like, no, throw him in the water. <laughs> Leave it. <laughs> And Ice Cube points out everything that John Voight's done, pointing out that, uh, yeah, you faked your shipwreck in order to steal our boat, and that he planted the mosquito. Yeah, the wasp. Yeah. yeah. Which, uh, I feel like J-Lo had a, had a hunch about it earlier, because I made a note about it. She said something to him earlier on, right after it happened. So yeah, he's a... Uh, He's a shady motherfucker. He is. So is the character. He is. He's, but he's also delightfully terrible. In oh yeah, he's movie. wonderfully awful. It's great. Um, but Eric Stoltz is still existing in a coma. We're reminded of that. Yeah, briefly. you get another like fifteen second scene of him kind of like tossing and turning in bed, probably making like ten thousand dollars a movement. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, John Foyt's out working for cans of Vienna sauce. That's right. And so they they decide to let Ice Cube drive the boat. 
Well, this, this has got front, back, and side runs to side. It right I mean. Yeah, but he runs it aground right in front of this beautiful waterfall and I, everything, so they have to go winter it out. I do love me some waterfalls, no joke. Yeah, just don't go chase yeah, them. Yeah, don't, don't go chase them. Stick to the rivers and lakes that you that you're used to. Yeah. <laughs> and so they um, they all go out. They're going to winch the boat. And that's when John Foyt kills the, the production. Well, she does try to stab him. And then she... Well, then, yeah. I, I would, yeah, too, no, though. Yeah, me, too. I, well, I would have yeeted him off the boat to begin with. Yeah. Tied a rock to him and just and, drowned him in the river. No one would have noticed. She, he kills her. With his thighs, just grabs her with his legs and squeezes the life out of her with his big old hairy old man thighs. Chunk with his hairy chunky thighs. Yeah, and then he just yeets her the the with his legs. With the knife to yeah. cut himself out of the... And he tells her, he's like, good night, baby bird, good night, baby bird. And so the snake attacks. Yeah. And it's actually, like, a really fun sequence because the British guy gets up and climbs the rock. Yeah, no, this scene's actually pretty good. Good action scene. To, to hide behind the waterfall, and the snake climbs up a tree and is there at the waterfall. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. And he jumps out of the, the through the waterfall to go into the river, and the snake eats him in the midair. Yeah, that was great. Just snatches him. I don't think they're that fast, but still pretty sweet. And then let's see here, they kill. Um, oh yeah, they they killed the yeah, snake. Yeah, the snake. Yep. Mm-hmm. Somehow at point the blank snake. range, JLo manages to shoot the snake right in the eye. The rifle. Don't know how that happens. But whatever. Apparently, she's a pretty good shot. Yep. And um, so then John Voight, star of the Bratz movie and Transformers, right. stabs Cube in the leg. <laughs> well, he screams out, "You killed my warrior snake!" Yeah, his lover. So John Boyd is now a jilted lover. Just a, a mourning widower. And then as he's about to kill them, Eric Stoltz reappears and stabs him with a dart. Yeah, the the trank dart. The reptile trank. And, and oh, John Boyd goes, oh, the dart. And then collapses. And then, like, falls in the water. And yeah, they feeded him off the boat, but not that it matters. No, because... Apparently, like, racing games, John Voight has rubber banding. Yeah, because they, they find some abandoned place. Yeah. I don't know, it's like a factory? Some sort of depot. Some mill? Yeah. Cube's walking shockingly well, considering that he just got stabbed in the leg. Yeah, and they're like, oh, we found a bunch of fuel here, this is awesome. And John Voight just pops out and he's like, "Oh, hello again!" Like, How the fuck did you catch up so fast? And he he just ties them up and covers them with monkey blood. Yeah, I guess he found another monkey. Probably monkeys. Yeah, That's a lot he's, of blood. he's just like, "I'm gonna catch the snake. You're gonna bait the bait for snake." And yep. And a different anaconda, because this one has a head. So in theory, th- yeah, right, the other one lost its head. Uh, in theory, this movie could have been called Anacondas, but they saved that for the sequel. But this anaconda comes up, and it's getting ready to eat J-Lo and Ice Cube. And John Foyt springs a net on it. Yep. And I f- 
forget what they did. They did something here that made the snake just fucking hate John Voight. I don't know. John Voight was trying to do something, but yeah, he just snake just wants all of. Uh... Yeah, and we have this like point of view from inside the the snake's yeah, throat. Snake vision. <laughs> snake Th- throat, throat vision. vision. As he just gobbles down John Voight, we see his body going down. Yeah. So I think the snake's out for revenge. I'm guessing the other snake was like its mate, and now it's just really pissed. It's going... With its son or something. Just like yeah. full, like, Jaws revenge or something on it, I don't know. Jaws 3. Snake. Jaws 3, yeah, that's right. Then the snake decides to go after Jennifer Lopez. Because reasons. Plot. We're going to go with plot. You know, and so it's got to vomit out John Voight first. It's got to make room for Let's, let's be honest, is the best scene in this movie, and maybe a top five scene in any movie ever. Yeah, because he just vomits up John Voight, and there's this half-digested John Voight. Who winks at J-Lo, just, and then collapses and dies. Yeah, he just winks at her. But yeah, he had to vomit up John Voight, because that anaconda don't want none unless it's got That's bones, right. huh? That's right. My anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. So J-Lo and Ice Cube, they plan this whole thing. They're like, we're going to blow up this building, dump out all the gas that we need, but it'll kill the snake. And they blow up the whole building, and you have this horrible CGI sequence of screaming fire Yeah, snake. so bad. The snake is flying around on fire, just screaming at everybody. This is like the, this is like the mid late nineties where they can't tell if they want to use like animatronics or like CGI because the CGI is still really terrible in ninety seven. But it's also yeah. way cheaper. So you have really really bad CGI and some decent animatronics mixed in, and it's just like should have just stayed with the robot snake. And, of course, you know, well, the snake goes into the water dead, and you get one last snake jump scare. Yeah, somehow it's still alive, because it just really desperately wants to kill J-Lo for some reason. And Ice Cube just, you know, axes the snake in the head. And he yells, bitch. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, yeah, it's, hey, Ice Cube, nice to see you. And... Eric Stoltz comes out going, hey guys, what I missed? As if he'd never got, like, stabbed in the throat to begin with. <laughs> like, he's talking, he's speaking completely normally. He just had a, a he just had a bush trach, and just apparently. Yeah, and he's just fine, and he's like, oh look, it's the Shirashami people, we found him after all. Because here come these natives on a boat. Yep, and that's credits. Yes, they were cannibal holocaust at yeah, right. They wandered right into the green inferno. <laughs> yep. And the boat you see in the credits, actually just an empty boat. Just sailing. Yep, sailing away to the sunset by, by itself. itself. Empty, no passengers. This was all found That's right. <laughs> oh, why don't we keep getting thrown back into the Amazon? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I guess that's a commonplace for exploitation. So, this movie is just one of the best bad movies ever. It's so fun. It's terrible. Like, really bad, but also just a riot. 
this one and Deep Blue Sea are tied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of similarities between this and Deep Blue Sea. When Deep Blue Sea came out, I wrote a review comparing everything to Anaconda. Yeah. I'm like, they both have a rap star that survives to the end. Oh, yeah, I would like to point this out. This is 97. We have two. This is a slasher movie, right? Let's let's be honest. It's a slasher movie. The snake. Oh, yeah, this is right after. Yeah, this is a slasher movie. The snake. We have two minorities who survived to the very end of the film. Yeah, all the white people died. Except for Eric Jaraki Dennis, but he doesn't count because he wasn't even in the movie. Uh, yeah, you have uh, the Hispanic lady and the black dudes. Yep. Um, both movies have a person that was in Pulp Fiction getting taken out really early on. (laughs) Eric Stoltz is, you know, incapacitated, and Samuel Jackson is shark. (laughs) Shark. He is shark. But it's, yeah, this movie is just, I can't say enough about how great it is. I mean, it, yeah. This is, this is again one of those things where it's like, critics don't know how to review movies. Because, did anybody go in thinking, like, oh man, this is gonna win Best Picture? Oh my god, this is terrible. It's not gonna win Best Picture. No, this is a stupid bad snake slasher with Ice Cube and Rocky Dennis in it. Let's just, let's just go. It's fine. Enjoy, enjoy the horribleness. It's got our boy from Deliverance in it. <laughs> True. <laughs> Again, there was one time where John Voight was actually considered to be a good actor. That's actually. And that's another movie where he's on a doomed river trip. Yeah. Just maybe we should have been just expecting it all along. Yeah. <laughs> That that's that's his thing now. It's Doomed River Trip, the movie. Uh, but this movie, um, ten out of five stars. Watch it. Yeah, if anybody listening to this for some reason hasn't seen Anaconda, please just go see it. It's such a dumb, fun movie. It's right there with the core in terms of like dumb, bad action movies that I just love. I can't. I can't. Oh, I forgot about the core. Well, Aaron Eckert's like a trumpet teacher who goes into the center of the earth to stop yeah. the world from ending. <laughs> He's like a fucking band teacher. Right. We could do the core at some point, too. You're not going to get me to argue on that one, either. No. Uh, next week, however, we are doing Mad Max um, with our bonus episode on The Road Warrior. We're doing some Mad Max action. These should be fun. Some Aussie films, some Ozploitation. We go from the Amazon to Australia bush. to another dangerous, right, dangerous, place. deadly animals. We're going from the bush to the bush. Just yes, just we are. Kinds of bush. <laughs> that makes it seem like we're reviewing. Yeah, uh, I mean we've done that. Not on this show. Yes, we but have yet, but, <laughs> but we have done that. When we run out of exploitation classics, it's just going to be porn. <laughs> We're watching this week this 20-minute thing on Pornhub. <laughs> We're going to run out of movies eventually. It's like it's going to be 40 years from now. We'll have watched all of them. It's just like, uh, all right, let me put on, let me click into my cyberpunk internet brain. <laughs> All right, let's watch. Oh, Pornhub still exists. All right, let's watch this from 1997. 
Yeah. Reviewing VR porn. That's right. <laughs> That's our future. Yes. That's the future. But for now, there's Anaconda, though. Enjoy the present. As we slowly descend into cyberpunk dystopia, please enjoy Anaconda. All right. Um, Yeah, that was Anaconda. I got to pull up my thing here with the the closing. You can't see because it's a podcast, but I'm weaking at all of you. After being vomited by a snake. That goes without saying. I mean, that's a daily activity for me. But make sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you like what we do, make sure to leave a review and let others know. Help get the word out. For more episodes, check out our website, exploititpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, at PodcastExploit, or on Instagram, at ExploitItPodcast. Or contact us at ExploitItPodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time for Mad Max and the Road Warrior. My anaconda don't.